Hi Slip Angle listeners, this is Rob from Fields Auto Works and Fields Engineering. We're really excited to be supporting great content on Slip Angle, and we hope you'll find your way over to our social media pages to see some of the exciting work that we're doing. Fields Auto Works has Cardinal Coupes being delivered and Scioto Coupes in build for testing this summer, with more exciting models on the near horizon. If you're ready for supercar performance for under $70,000 or professional prototype speed for under $150,000, stop by FieldsAutoWorks.com to see what we offer. At Fields Engineering, we have openings for major builds, arrive and drive customers, and medium to large engineering projects. We have capabilities ranging from whole composite body scratch builds to 3D scanning and printing to trackside support. We're also thrilled to be supporting regular guy racing with Colton Wade driving in GLTC and the exciting new Future Frontrunners initiative to promote women in club racing. As a Fields customer, you get the combined experience of IndyCar builders, IMSA veterans, aerospace engineers, and lifetime racers working on your next big endeavor. If that sounds like a team you're interested in working with every day, you can also contact us about our open shop positions. Find Fields Auto Works on social media and at fieldsautoworks.com, and find Fields Engineering on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. should probably turn the radio down so that we don't get i guess we yeah we're not really broadcast we probably have music but I, I think spotify would pick that up so you should probably turn it down yeah probably can you hear it or no uh no i just hear truck noise sorry i have to i have to make these uh these guys listen to us talk about scars well they can only hear one side of the conversation <laughs> if you were really smart you'd pair it to and, uh, uh, lime rock so if you're really smart, you'd pair it to speakerphone, and then uh, you could have multiple guests on the show. Yeah, but it's not. I could just put it on speakerphone. Yeah, it's not my truck, so I'm not paired into the Bluetooth. But, no, that's it. You really we can put it on speakerphone. Do you guys want to talk to Abe? I, I put him on this. Let's 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 see how this let's see how the sound is if uh, if I put it on speakerphone. Let me know how it sounds. Hang on, hang on. Hey there. Yeah. Hey, I lost you. Yeah, you did. How's it? How's it sound? You sound like a robot sometimes. Uh, that sounds fine on my end. Sounds fine on your end. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not so bad. Um. So we're driving across Ohio, heading to Lime Rock. What are you doing? I just packed my bag. Uh, I leave after work tomorrow. And this event, unlike some others, is um, like skeleton crew, very, very light, uh, light travel, I guess is maybe the right word. A thousand miles from home. It's super far away and uh, everyone is camping. Um, Yes. And if you're trying to um, pack a bag to only like carry on. To pack a sleeping bag and a pillow and a towel and all your toiletries and clothes for three days, it's really dumb. Uh, it's it's a challenging thing to do in a really small bag. Yeah, that would be really hard. I don't think you can do that, Abe. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah. 
I mean, you could just you could not take any clothes, and you could either be nude or wear one set of dirty clothing. Uh, dirty boy. <laughs> Carson thinks that sounds great. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of Carson. I'm in. Uh, I'm in a truck with Carson, with Mike Cohn, and with uh, Kevin from Timing and Scoring. So, um, well, pretty good crew. It's, uh, it's, it's unfortunate that whenever we talk about bags. Kevin, we have to refer to him as of timing and scoring. Um, yeah, because that's what he's Kevin of timing and scoring. Uh, well, he does have a last name. Yeah, timing Kevin is his 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 pronoun is timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we're we're going uh, we're going through Columbus, uh, the corridor between Columbus and Toledo. So like, I don't know. What's the close? Are we near Cleveland? That says one mile. Yeah, Cleveland, one mile. That's where I do. Cleveland rocks. That's what I heard. So, you don't know your Ohio geography very well. Uh, Columbus is decently far is, south of. We saw Toledo uh, two hours ago, and man, where are you guys gonna stop? At Lime Rock. <laughs> oh, you're just driving straight. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, we're in uh, we're in Carson's pickup truck. Actually, his wife's pickup truck. Um, <laughs> it's not her husband. Yeah, it says so on the back of the the back window, uh, and it's got it's got cooled air conditioned seats. Oh, front, aren't they the best? The <laughs> Dude, it's a game changer. <laughs> so hot. Um, All I want to do is run air conditioned seats. It, it's it's really nice out right now because it's dark, but uh, we. We uh, so we're towing the dyno trailer out, and the dyno trailer behind my truck or my bus is like no problem. Like, I had noticed once in a while when I hit the turn signal, the brakes would catch a little bit, and and then I would always forget about it, right? Um, you still there? Did I lose you? No, I'm here. I right, just making sure because you've been a little spotty, but so uh, we hook it to Carson's truck, we're all loaded down, we're heading to my parents' house to meet Kevin and Cone at my parents' house. Um, and I'm glad we took that two minute drive over my parents because he was dialing the brake controller down and down and down. And it kept like locking the crap out of the brakes. We're talking like four wheel lockup on the dyno. No way. Yeah. Like not good. And then, yeah. And then, and then we're like turning out of my parents road. And when the turn signal is going, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And as the LED in the mirror would flash, the brakes would lock up on the trailer. Oh, so it's wired like, wrong. So something was definitely not good, right? And uh, Josh Fettis had told me, like, it was fine, like, towing behind his old Duramax. Um, Eric Meadows and Luke were both like, eh, it's fine, because they both towed it once also. Uh, but, like, the one brake light was out. And I'm like, yeah, I got to keep, I got to fix that brake light. And I kept forgetting to fix that brake light uh, in the passenger side rear. And so we're like, well, that's not good. It's literally, it was undrivable. Like he couldn't, every t- and, and then we also figured out that when he would turn the running lights on, the brakes would lock up solid, which is not good, obviously. Um, no, especially considering yeah. auto lights are gonna kick yeah. on. Yeah, the lights are gonna kick on when, it, when he goes under a bridge. <laughs> the brakes are gonna lock up on the trailer, right? Um, so we're messing around with it a little bit, and we're like, like after the wiring, like you can tell it's something screwed up. Um, so we started pulling lights out of the trailer. I went to the hardware store and got a new plug because the plug that was on it was like, like a formed into the cord plug. Like you can't take it apart. You know, the okay. seven pin round plug. Uh-huh. Um, 
and like that this the round plug seemed like it was wired correct but we like so we cut we cut the old one off and i like kind of dissected the the formed rubber one and it seemed like it was okay um put the new plug on did the same stuff um carson flipped a few things around on that plug and we're like oh well we're on to something. We started pulling lights out, and then the, the light in the back passenger side, when I pulled it out, and I pulled on it just right, it lit up for a second. I'm like, okay, there's a short somewhere, right? Um, pulled the lights out at the front. And in the meantime, we're finding acorns uh, at every light that we open up in the hollow tubing of the trailer, right? Sure. So that's so that's not good. So there's chipmunks involved. Like, the barn that I sat in for, like, eight years probably had chipmunks. Um, and they had eaten a bunch of wires in the passenger side front corner, and then those wires were all shorting into each other and onto the trailer. Uh, and so, long story short, we rewired the trailer for like what about an hour? Not even. Probably forty-five minutes, probably. And uh, and in the in the so the entire time Carson and I are dicking around with the trailer, Cone and Kevin are trying to uh, like Tetris and tetris uh, and jenga pack the entire truck and trailer and we have shit strapped to the top of the dyno and we the, the like the dyno's got like two by two by four foot compartments on the bottom of it they're totally full of everything what on earth uh, did you pack every like well we all had to bring a sleeping bag and all that stuff but we've got uh, all of the like all of the tech gear the box office gear the scales we got like all that stuff, which is like probably like 25 Pelican cases. Like it's so many things. And uh, and then like four people's bags and like a cooler and tents and all kinds four of people. And four people. And Doesn't like Chris have a multi-passenger van? Uh, so a lot of things. And uh, we had a race to see who could finish and they finished 45 seconds before us. Dang. So. Those those dicks. That's a lot of straps. It was a lot, yeah, a lot of straps, a bunch of Harbor Freight oranges. So, so that's what we're doing. What are you doing? Uh, I just packed my bag, and uh, uh, I had a super long day at work, and then I had to pick up Sloan, and then I took her to swim class, and then I met Ashley for dinner, and then I packed my bag, and now I'm on the phone. You uh, know what you could do? I had a thought just now. If you can't pack your sleeping bag, you could wear your sleeping bag. That is true. Um, I mean, you, you, could just, you could just wear it. Just get a bungee strap around the waist and... I could do that. Nice and comfy. Uh, nice no, and comfy. I think Be it's like going to work out. that wear helmets on, race tra- on, uh, on airplanes so that they don't have to check the bag. So. <laughs> no, I think, I'm, I think it's going to work out just fine. But I'm leaving, I think, uh, from work tomorrow to go straight to the airport. So... Um, but I'm getting in super late because there's no direct flight to tiny airport. So where are you um, going? Hartford or Hartford? Yeah. And it's me and Brittany and Sullivan are all getting there at like 1150, which should okay. mean that we're, uh, at Lime Rock at like 1 AM ish, maybe one yep. fifteen. So I'm hoping, uh, someone is generous and, uh, we'll have enough tent extra space for us to sleep. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll be up doing things, parking people still. So, okay. um, going to be a crazy couple of days. I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, also nervous, but um, you're always nervous. I don't really understand. Like, yeah, these it, events uh, are pretty routine at this point, aren't they? Oh, hang on. You're getting you're getting turned by cell phone. Oh, bummer. I'm gonna go off speakerphone and talk to you there. 
Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Brent, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Okay, we're getting gas. We just pulled off at a rest area, so I won't be dropping signal at least. Gotcha. Um, I don't know why you're nervous. Like, all these events are the same. We've done a million of them in the last few years. This one's not the same. It's it can't be that different. So, well, the big difference is nobody's ever drifted Lime Rock before, and the track is super nervous. <laughs> um, somehow we convinced them to let us do drifting at Lime Rock, which I'm pretty excited about. But we can't screw it up. Like we have to do a really good job, um, which is gonna be fun, and I'm sure it'll be fine. We got a good plan, uh, but I'm also a little bit nervous about, uh, like people freaking out like older older distinguished racetrack managers and things like that. <laughs> so, is this uh, an yeah, event where we have gary or not an event where we have gary no no gary no gary but uh they have a gary there who knows gary his name's not gary his name is steven but um they've worked together in the past like uh they, we have pretty good vibes at the racetrack it seems like it'll be a pretty it seems like they'll be good to work with just from like from dealing with them so far so but it's a it's it's a big step for them to have like 40 drift cars on the racetrack so flat rims and vapes at the track yeah they're they're worried about grid life typical typical grid life worries so yeah um but i'm pretty stoked about it i think it's going to be no this is not a debit card i think it's going to be like one of the coolest six oh zip code sorry uh, i think it's gonna be one of the coolest things that's that's ever been filmed there because it's going to be so unique because everything that's ever been filmed there is hbde or racing so um, that'll be cool it's gonna be good drift track which will be fun because it's like flowy right i don't know the course very well so yeah if you watch in car video it's only got one left hand turn and the rest of them are all right hand turns which is pretty rad um but uh, a decent amount of runoff in like turn one, two, three, and then there's kind of a jump also, and then you drop down a hill, very similar feel to like turn 12 at Road America or Road Atlanta. Um, okay. it's, a, it's a real fast, wild track. Like it's real high speed. Um, Tom, uh, Tom O'Gorman did a pretty good, earlier this year, he did a pretty good ASM video recap, track like track walk with, uh, with track map. Um, so that's a pretty good one if anybody's listening and is going to the event, because I'm assuming you're putting this out ASAP. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty good, it's like a 20-some minute recap. He talks about, he even he talks about curbs. He talks about, talks about like gutters in the pavement between the two things that you want to dip your tire in. He's, he gets real in-depth, uh, which is pretty rad. So um, that would be one like I really would cool recommend you, you listen to if you want to listen to or watch and listen if, uh, if you want to know the intricacies of the racetrack. But it's a really fast track, so... Um, should be a fun one. I'm uh, I'm kind of stoked about about uh, seeing what it looks like when we get there because they're doing a lot of uplighting. There's a lot of trees. It's a really pretty place. Um, the Appalachian Trail is like up on a mountainside, like a thousand feet away from the racetrack too. Oh, cool. Uh, which is rad. Like, and there's a river right next to it. It's 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 cool. It's gonna look good on drone shots. It's gonna be. I'm most excited to watch the racing and the time attack uh, after the fact. afterwards on the way home in the live stream. So, yeah. Uh, Cause I think it's going to be a really pretty live stream. I'm looking forward to that. Cause I, I almost yeah. never get to see the live stream as it happens. Um, right. So like, I got to make an effort to watch it later. Yeah. Should be cool. Tell should me about cool. the, uh, like the circuit legends competition. 
So that's it's less of a competition and more of like a leaderboard style time attack. Um, and uh, like more like Goodwood or something like that, you know? And uh, we, Chris and I kind of each curated a few cars and then we picked a few cars that have a bit of a legendary sort of vibe in grid life slash other racing. Um, one of the cars is, uh, he's been on the, he's been on the show. Oops. I just put a bunch of fuel all over the side of Carson's truck. Um, it's his wife's Alex truck. Been, yeah, Alex, <laughs> his wife's truck. Uh, Alex Moss has been on the show a bunch, obviously a lot of people know him. Um, we chose that car as one of the legends because, uh, I think it's pretty legendary to run one lap of America, almost win multiple years. And then also like win a street mod championship and all the other things that he's won with that car, um, him and Andy. And, uh, it's, that's one of them. Um, we have a Sunday cup car, which I think will be piloted by, I know it's piloted by Matt Williams, but I think that, I think he's the, like you, you would probably know better than me, but I think Matt Williams is probably the most winning time attack driver in grid life history. I think that has to, to be true. It. it has to be true. Right. Um, which I think is cool. And it's also a really good representation of what I believe is a real time attack car. If people have been following the Instagram drama. Memes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's been some, uh, some drama with uh, Sunday Cup not being recognized by time attack news. But um, when people say is time attack news a real thing, it's just an Instagram page. But um, anyway. no, no, man, they come to the event. They have hats. I've seen it. They do have hats. I've seen the hats too. So, um, we should have. Uh, we should probably talk to a few Sunday Cup drivers this weekend about that drama. I think that would probably be a good use of our time. So yeah. So, so um, you're saying that I need to pack my podcast gear also? Oh no, I brought. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't bring it. I was. I had it in the bag, and then I didn't bring it. Damn it! I'll see what I can. Can do. you bring? Can you bring just the H5? Uh, I'll figure it out. Bring an H5 with the room mic. We can use that. Um, or just check a bag. Or just uh, see. I don't want to check a, a bag. Sleep on the ground. I don't want to check a bag because our flight gets in late, and right. if we're if the time between our plane landing and uh, me getting the rail car counter is too long, uh, right. they will close. And right. I know this because it happened to me in Houston a couple of weeks ago. And no. from the airport to where I was staying for work was like an hour drive. So oh, uh, like the, the entire rental car facility at the airport was closed. There was like, there was nobody. And yep. uh, so I just took an Uber at two o'clock in the morning to uh, wherever I was going. Cause I didn't yeah, have a that choice. Kinda blows. That kind of blows. So, you know, well, Sarah, we'll, Sarah told me if I missed we'll just, uh, the rental car and they did close and we had to take an, an Uber, it would screw everything up. So I'm going to try and yeah, make it easy. That would be, that would probably be a very expensive Uber too. Well, the expense is one thing, but like if, if it is a shuttle vehicle for people like back to the airport as well, kind of neat. Right. So yeah, we don't do that. Don't screw that up. But, um, yeah, checking bags is a pain in the butt. Not I hope fan. your flights go well. Um, Probably what I'm going to do is just run off the plane and go straight to rental car because I'm almost certain uh, Sully will check a bag because of all the camera gear. And if he's yep. waiting at the, the baggage claim carousel, it could be far too long before uh, we actually make it to rental car. So I think I'm just going to do that first. Yeah. Do you land before them or no? Like five minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. What, uh, what airline? 
Uh, I am. Shoot, I'm American this time. Okay. But That's like, I have no idea for how big this airport actually is. It could be like a nothing airport, and so maybe getting off the plane and getting to rental cars takes like five seconds. It's uh, it's down the street via a shuttle bus. Because um, Chris and I landed there when we went to when we did a site visit here earlier in the year. Okay. And it, I think it'll probably be okay because I think that they. Do you know if they close? Because I swear we landed like midnight. Um, Trisha confirmed that they stay open 30 minutes after the last plane lands. Okay. You'll probably be okay. I hope. Um, it's, yeah, the shuttle bus is like, you basically walk right outside. It'll be right there. Um, shouldn't be a big deal. So. Yeah, we'll see. You're in the bathroom with me as I wash my hands. I... You and I are on the phone a lot, and I um, I get the feeling that you're mm-hmm. in the bathroom often when we're on the phone. Mm, once in a while. Is it echoey? Yeah, then yes, I'm in the bathroom. A little, little splash, uh, splashy? <laughs> the other day, I, d- I was definitely taking a leak while I was talking to you. And uh, I figured so, you knew it. You so know what I'm excited about? What's that? You know what I'm excited about? What's that? An extra weekend between events between here and Alpine. Dude, it's gonna be the best. <laughs> I'm taking uh, I'm taking the injection pump apart on my on my bus before I go to Alpine, so I can try to have a better driving bus because it's been the Governor Springs are slowly wearing out, I think, and so basically I have to go wide open throttle or like one third throttle, and everything in between like pulses and sucks. Oh, so, um, so got a bunch of bus work to do before we go. Bus work. <sighs> Man, I anyway. Hate bus work. Um, I might have to cut it short and order food before we get back on the road here. So, All right. Well, uh, this um, is a very quick podcast. I'm going to try and take my gear to record while we're at the event. But um, you and I are both really, really bad uh, recording at events. But lately, my, we have. I'm going to make an effort. We'll, we should do like one thing at least. Yes. Even if I even if I just recorded my phone, we could do that. Yeah. But, All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess I will uh, see you technically on Friday morning. I'm into it, man. We'll see you then. See you, dude. All right. Bye. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid like to say hello. Hello.